player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 147 of the 2 Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Fantastic. How about you, Sean? Also fantastic. Good. As my boss says, marvelous. Marvelous. Is he from Boston? No, he's like Italian, but he just, he says marvelous. If you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the two-player co-op podcast where every week two brothers get together to talk about everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If this is the first time you're seeing us, make sure you go and hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, share the video with all your friends and family. We do absolutely appreciate it so very much. Uh, work email, go away. Um, what I want to do is give a shout out. So I might cry. Um, just let it go. <laughs> I can't hold it back anymore. The uh, last week we announced that we finally, after thinking about this for probably over a year, launched a Patreon, and we have had people actually pledge to us, and it's like Sean and I talk about this a lot. Yes, but the fact that we have. I don't I don't mean to say this to, as like we're not as good as we are, but the fact that we have you know what I mean, the the fact that we have anybody that actually yeah. watches us on a weekly basis. Yeah, like I'm still getting over minds. the fact that people want to watch us. Right. Like I'm still trying to get past that mentally. And the fact that there are people who are actually willing to support us financially to do what we do is like again, I don't want to undersell us lightning there is a horrible <laughs> thunderstorm right now so if we lose power we'll figure it out um but yeah I don't, not to undersell us or anything but jesus oh this could I be don't know. bottom line i'm just we're very thankful for all of y'all um hopefully we continue to grow but the what we have four people Three, four. Four One, patrons two, three, so far. Four people, yeah. And if you want to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op. Should I do the thing? Huh? Should I do the thing? Well, it's too late now. I've already oh. posted it. Okay. I'll put it up again. <laughs> uh, but I do want to give some shout-outs. And this is like... Uh, I want to give some shout-outs to our two-player co-op producers, Steve Appleton and James Solar. And our two-player co-op affiliate, Logan Wilkinson at Lefty Logie himself. Y'all, it's it's freaking awesome. Like, we are, <laughs> I'm freaking Greg Miller. What's wrong with me? Like, we are nobodies. Yes. And again, I'm not trying to undersell us and everything. Like, I felt like we kind of did that too much. Episode 50, we're like, we suck. <laughs> but if you us. still want to give us money, like, we'll take it. But like, but at the same time, we have no platform. We have no right. existing. There are people who shall not be named who can basically just say, yeah, let's start a Patreon. Let's start our own thing. And they're like, oh, well, us millions of people that already know you. Sure. We'll sign right up and whatever. We're starting from nothing. I mean, we started from nothing, gosh, almost four years ago. 
Uh, December 9th or 10th, I want to say, is when the first Will one went four live. years or three? Four. <laughs> four. So 2015, three months after Metal Gear Solid Five came out. It's been a been a while. Uh, we've been doing this for a while. But yeah, I mean, literally, we started from nothing. We're a couple of, in the grand scheme of things, and not even in the grand scheme of things, in any kind of scheme of things, we are nobodies. We are not video game insiders by any stretch of the imagination. Um, we'd love to be someday. I love inside jokes. I'd love to be part of one someday. Um, but yeah, we're starting from nothing. So honestly, I mean, we can't stress enough that every dollar cent, if you could donate by the penny, every cent we take in from this venture, like it just means the world to us. So thank you all. It, I, it's just, we really, we can't put it into words. I don't think how much it means to us. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. I, I don't know what else to say. It, yeah. it blows my mind. I don't know how people like kind of funny and Colin and all these other like freaking uh, what's their names? Um, easy allies pulling in like 30,000 a month on their Patreon. Like, I don't know how they do it. Like, it's it's such an honor, but it's also such like a weight. I would think that like that many people have pledged that much money. And it's just it's. It's a burden, I guess, if you're at that level. But it's also like, holy crap, this many people believe in us. And the fact that anybody believes in us is just mind-blowing to us. And just thank you all so much. Yeah. Like, seriously, it, it's you, you've blown our expectations out of the water. It's awesome. We do also have a merch store if you want T-shirts. Yeah like neither of us are wearing, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. Also, make sure you go over... Wow, I don't know what's going to happen, guys. I swear to God, if we'll, we lose, we'll lose power. podcast, That's I'll be fine. so pissed. Um, look for Smart Shooters on YouTube. It's our wrestling-focused podcast that we're doing with Nick and Ernie from Nerd901. Go over and look for that. By the way, as you're watching this, I'm probably not getting it up until Thursday, so this is probably the last day you have to vote for us for the best local podcast in Memphis. Click the link in the description if it's not too late. It means a lot to us. We were happy to be nominated, but we really want to win this thing at this point. Yep. Uh, we'll tweet it out. Tweet it out tomorrow. Tweet it out tomorrow. Tell um, Siri. Remind me to have Sean tweet out the local podcast vote link tomorrow. Okay. I'll remind you. Thank you, Siri. Um, Sean is our social media manager, the director of social media. I'll take president, it. CEO of social media, <laughs> chief, oh, CSMO, chief social media, chief. Of, I, think I mean, C C E S M. That's what I was going for. Chief executive of social, social media. media. Not. I'll I thought it. you were saying. I don't know what it sounded like another language. Anyway, <laughs> CMSO, CMSO. Uh, before we get into all the video game stuff, Sean, yes, Obi Wan, like, okay, oh, I don't like that. We heard a long time ago, before Solo, a Star Wars story, completely bombed, that we were going to get an Obi Wan focused Star Wars. Saga, is that what they were calling them? I'd call it a saga. 
don't know what they called it. A, a standalone saga movie, whatever they called it, based around Obi-Wan. And this last week, that got canceled when they said, yo, Solo bombed worse than more than any other movie that's ever bombed. Um, nah, I don't know about that. It had a budget of three hundred million and it made three hundred eighty million. Well, there—I mean, it still made money. No, but it's not. Movies you have to have, make no. That doesn't count marketing. You have to make three times that to break even. Is what every everybody in the movie industry says. Yes, with when you because that that budget that you see does not factor in marketing and all that other stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. They they bombed. Um, I still haven't watched it. I still don't want to, but. I didn't care about the solo movie, but when that bombed, it made me heartbroken because that canceled what we, I mean, it was never officially confirmed. I don't think that we were going to get an Obi-Wan standalone movie, so. but now we are getting, <gasps> according to reports, we're getting an Obi-Wan Disney plus series at this point, probably 2022, I would guess maybe 2021, maybe but, and Ewan McGregor is reportedly on board. Like, this is everything I wanted. The, the rumors are no, saying they they either needed to just not do this or do it with Ewan. Like there's nobody I, I else. Want, yes, exactly. E, yeah, but the rumors are saying that it is what we hope that it's going to be between three and four. I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud. Like this supposedly is actually happening. But like, are you excited for this? So I am, but I'm cautiously optimistic like i i know we're talking <laughs> disney now but when you talk marvel i've had zero interest and i don't know if that's because of the subject matter or the actual product itself or whatever but i couldn't care less about agents of shield jessica jones any of their uh luke daredevil. cage daredevil I tried getting into Daredevil when everybody just wouldn't shut up about it. I'm like, well, I need to watch this. I watched one episode and I'm like, well, what was that? That was, I just, I I still don't care. Now, granted, I gave it one episode, which is more than I gave most of them, but like, I just don't care. I'm very hopeful that now that they have their own platform, that they're going to kick everything up a notch and this will be like movie quality production. But if that is true, I'm very excited. Yeah. I want to be excited. I am excited for uh, Bucky and the Falcon, whatever they're calling it. Falcon um, and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Um, like, literally all of these Disney Plus series, whether it's Marvel or Star Wars, I'm in. I'm excited. That was very close. Um, I'm very <coughs> excited. But still kind of cautiously, I don't know. They need to convince me. I'm not convinced yet. I like the idea of all of these. I love the idea of them. Will they work in reality? That I I just don't know. I hope so. Yeah, I'm super stoked for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I think the only reason they're calling it that is because they don't want to spoil Endgame. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. I, I, yeah. Well, but I don't know that he's... But I, but I, but I, no, I know. But I think that was more a symbolic... I don't know that 
it's so if he takes the mantle. Yeah. Now maybe by the end of the season. First of all, are these like is this like one and done? Or this is a series like there will be multiple seasons, or it's just like, hey, this is basically a movie. This is a really long movie that's that we're gonna cut I, into ten parts. Or yeah. this is like, well, here's season one of X. That's like, what I think, but I don't they haven't confirmed it one way or the other. I would think either by the end of the season or the series or whatever, however this is structured, maybe that's official. I think that's maybe what they build towards. But I, since the beginning, have always looked at that. I know the comics, but I've always looked at that, at least what we know now, as more of a symbolic thing as opposed to a literal. Right. Yeah. Torch passing. Yes, exactly. By but the anyways, way, yes, I'm very excited about Obi-Wan. By the way, though, can we get a standing ovation sitting down for Nick Schifani? He finally watched Endgame like it's about five, time. six times. Shout out to Nick Schifani. I can finally send you gifs. Like, I've been holding off on this for yes. six months at the... Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, that's still where coming to get you for saying gif. Um, I'm excited for I'm excited for The Mandalorian which I think is launching when Disney Plus launches in November. Am I crazy? The, that I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Like those are the two They things. need to have something like. Well, I mean, they've got the MCU. Day so one that's ish. all they need, really. Well, but I mean, but none of that stuff they announced is going to be there. That, that's why I think. Day the one Man- I think I do think the Mandalorian is day one. Ish. <laughs> They need. I mean, they need something. I mean, they have something. Even if it's just, hey, here's all the Star Wars and MCU movies. Like, Man done. One, two, and three. Uh, yeah, like, obviously, they're going to have content. Will they have original new content right. from day one? I don't know, but, yeah. Speaking of the MCU, this week, I got a little thing on Blu-ray called Avengers Endgame, and I watched it twice, and both times, like... Hey, shout out to me. <sighs> yes. I logged into Amazon this morning. To track a package. Forgot until when I logged into Amazon to track a package that I bought Endgame yesterday. So shout out to me. Oh, you texted me. <laughs> no, I remember. Well, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. Totally forgot about it. But I'm excited. I watched Endgame for the third and fourth times. Um, two times at home, two in the theater. There's literally... You might have some little like story complaint. You, you know what I did after I watched it? Monday, yesterday, I went back and I finally looked up. Like I want to remember what the trailers left out. And there's a good like five and a half minute mm-hmm. video that compares all the trailers. It just shows the trailer and then it shows what was actually in the movie. And it's like Thor was removed in, when they're like standing up. But before they go to... Yeah. They, Thor was removed. Well, no. Before they go do the the heist i'll say okay thor hulk not there i I don't even care about spoil nick saw it now so there's no one else i can spoil it for before they actually go back in time the trailer shows everybody stand up and it's like yeah we got to do this and it's like in the movie thor's sitting over here eating freaking tapioca whatever and then hulk standing up here as professor hulk and everything and like none of that was they they just bloop but they snapped them both out of the trailer few other things they actually showed in the trailer cap when he tightens the shield that was in one of the trailers i had completely forgotten that really the shield isn't broken he doesn't have a giant freaking gash in his arm which when i finally saw it at home i was like yeah that his arm is just messed up really a couple other things with the shield and stuff but man that movie is 
I don't know how. I do still think Dark Knight is my favorite movie of all time because it's almost the biggest thing that I think Endgame has over Dark Knight. And I don't know. I God, fun. It's sacrilege to say either is better than the other. But I will say Endgame has the advantage of being the culmination of like 10 years of material. Now, I mean, you could say, well, Batman's been going on, whatever, whatever. But it was like Batman Begins and then Dark Knight. There was not like this. And that's a credit to Dark Knight at that same time because they were able to accomplish that same kind of like holy crap kind of phenomenon without all that uh I don't want to say without all that history because it's Batman. Everybody knows. No, Batman. I know what you but, mean. But gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know. Like I was telling you, and I know you did the same. Uh, we both just watched Logan again. God. And I forgot, A, just how good it was. And B, how like, <laughs> I wouldn't say over the top gory, but how gory it was. Visceral. But I kind of compare... I don't think of really either of those as superhero movies. No, and not I to agree. say that a superhero movie is like a, it cheapens it, right. but I don't look at either of them as superhero movies. I think they transcend that. They're just like amazing movies. To me, Endgame is the best pure superhero movie It's ever. the best pure comic book movie. It's yes. right up there with <laughs> Spider-Verse. Um ever and it's my favorite mcu movie it topped infinity war i I started watching before i passed out because i was exhausted i started watching winter soldier again too and i was like other than the spectacle like this is as good as it gets so it's it's for me my mcu ranking is endgame infinity war winter Winter soldier Soldier. is almost to a lesser extent it's like logan it's close to that yes Yes, i agree and then i think it's Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, I think it's home. The like number homecoming of home runs like, the MCU has had is makes like it hard to rank. Unreal. Like yeah. it's it's ridiculous that it's this hard just to figure out what the top five are. Well, that's just what they like, are, not, let alone the order, what the top five are. Like, God, and I haven't I seen Ragnarok know. yet. I still need to. But it's like that's why when we were talking about Far From Home, it's like it, it was okay. It's like an eight point five out of ten. But that would like, be the best DC movie yet. Probably eh, maybe it's maybe I love I love Man of Steel. I actually I, I like Man of Steel and Wonder Woman better than that. Yeah, but it's like it's I mean, it's it's like right there. Right. Um. But yeah, and then I think it goes. Yeah, I think Homecoming is four and then maybe Civil War is five. I think from what I've seen again, I've only seen half the movies. But yeah, I think well, those are my top five is Endgame, the half you There's kind of a reason you've homecoming. Well, but I haven't seen with the exception Iron of Man's. Ragnarok yeah. and Iron Man. Well, the first one, one is the best. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen that. I don't know why you well, almost need to see Iron Man one before Ragnarok. It came say. out like two weeks after or two weeks before Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, they were both 08. Yeah, so I don't know. But yeah, that movie is just absolutely perfect. Also, speaking of the MCU. Apparently, maybe, who knows? It's probably already changed by the time we post this, but everybody freaked out this afternoon when Spider-Man is apparently out of the MCU. There's been an impasse. I Like, Rasan sent me a text earlier in the day like, oh, man, Spidey's out of the MCU. And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's like 
comicbookheroes.com. I'm like, what? what is this? <laughs> and then I see Wario retweet a tweet from Deadline. And I'm like, oh, oh crap. No. <laughs> and I saw you tweeting about it. Nick, Adam, Paul, Ernie, everybody shout out Nerd901. And my text to the, or my tweet to them was, I get it from Sony's perspective. Like, hold up. We own Spider-Man. We were doing you a favor by letting you put him in the MCU. You should pay us more money. In case you didn't know, Spider-Man Far From Home made over a billion dollars. Probably 1.2 by this point. I haven't looked it up. So fact check me. So I get it from Sony's perspective. However, it also sucks for us, the fans, because Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man. Well, here's the thing. So when I first saw it, A, I believed it. By that point, I don't remember where I saw it. But I'll get to that. It was from at least a credible enough source that I'm like, this is legit. This is not clickbait. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's no way this holds true. This will get rectified. And that's why, I mean, when I tweeted, and I mean, it was my exact thoughts. I'm like, there's no way this doesn't get fixed. But then there's that little bit of doubt that I'm like, I mean, I guess it could. And then I think I just got swept up in all the Twitter doom and gloom to where I'm like, it's over. Crap. Is this real? I mean, I know it's real, but like, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe this could actually be the end. So, but then it all kind of, when I had a few moments to digest, I'm like, no, hang on. This does not mean we've seen the last of Tom Holland as Spider-Man. No, he just means he will not be right. right. There will be no more MCU references. Now that's not to say, Spider-Man something something home something won't suck because Marvel's not got their hands on it. He's not involved, yeah. It could be terrible. And that will not be Tom Holland's fault, I can tell you that much. But like well, like the the reason Amazing One and Two were bad was not Andrew Garfield's right. fault. He yes, was a exactly. fantastic Spider Man. Everything around it so and and uh what's her name? Gwen what what's her name? Uh, Emma Emma Stone, Stone was awesome as Gwen Stacy and it's like I was tweeting Ernie and the guys earlier like I actually like Jamie Foxx's Electro like he did everything possible that he could with what he was given but it was still like everything else was just Suicide Squad like it was just bad I'm sorry but like this I, I but, but then the, the next tweet to all the guys in the thread was by the way, this could just be one side or the other leaking this to make the other side feel pressure to get a deal done. Right. Since all this happened, I've seen tweets lately saying that actually negotiations they are still, are still happening. Yeah. And like, we we have to all get outraged about something. And like, I would assume the leak came from Marvel's side. Because that, that would, would make put the, the pressure sense. on... Because yeah. Sony owns the rights. That would put the pressure on Sony to be like, this shouldn't be a 50-50 split. We are the reason this Homecoming and Far From Home were as good as they were. I, I, I cannot believe that Far From Home... I get it's coming, off, it's coming off Endgame. Homecoming blows that movie out of the water in my mind. It's definitely better. Homecoming is like 9.5 to 9.8 out of 10. Like it is just... It's, it's so... It, it's so good. And Far From Home was good, but it's like, like I said, 8, 8. We've 5, been whatever. spoiled. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And the MCU has spoiled us. But my also thought, if this actually does happen, I think it's because Sony wants Spider-Man and Venom in a movie. And for some reason, the MCU doesn't think Venom fits. 
and I don't know how he fits either right now when he's an anti-hero and he's going to fight, spoiler alert, Carnage in the next one, I assume. So how do you go from the good guy to the... I, I just don't know how they're going to do that. Do I have any confidence in Sony to pull it off? No. Like I was tweeting the guys earlier. I was like, is Sony going to screw this up? Yeah, probably. But they sure didn't screw up Spider-Verse. Right. That's That movie is literally perfect. So... One, I guess once I realized, once I came to my senses and realized, we have, regardless of what comes out of this, unless I don't know what the contract situation is, it's but not a Ben Affleck. For the most situation. part, we have not, we should not have seen the last of Tom Holland as Spider Man, regardless no, no of how this all shakes out. So I've at least made peace with that. I do think already that it's now already coming out. Whether there's any truth to it or not, I don't know. That they are still talking. I'm almost positive this will work itself out. Yeah. Um, I'm a little torn because part of me is like, from Sony's perspective, uh, from Marvel's perspective, I get it because it's like, hello, it's this is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We Marvel. are Marvel. Hello. But at the same Very. time, it's a business. I don't know what all the specifics are, but like, it's a business deal. You have to honor it. I get it. But, didn't uh, maybe I've got it backwards, but didn't I read that Sony is only getting like pennies on the dollar of what? Apparently, yeah. That that was the thing. So Justin Davis tweeted, even if Sony's getting fifty percent of the revenue, that's only five to six hundred million from uh, uh, Far From Home. Whereas they owned Amazing Spider-Man two by themselves, it sucked and it made over seven hundred million dollars. And apparently, like I think Ernie was saying, they might only be getting five to six percent. That, that's ridiculous. That's BS. And that's, you suck Disney and you suck Marvel. If that's true, if that's all they're getting when they had the rights. But at the insane. same time, they agreed to it. And it, it's like it took the MCU to be like, let us show you how it's done. And so the fact that Sony was apparently willing to agree to fine, we'll just take five to 6%. And I can't imagine homecoming <sighs> and far from home, let not to mention uh, infinity war and Endgame. And Civil War, like five legit blockbusters. I don't know what they all brought in, but between the five of them, well over five billion dollars, six, yeah. seven billion dollars. I don't know. Like, there's no way they underperformed. And obviously, Sony, whatever they're getting out of Homecoming and Far From Home, they're getting even less out of Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah. But like, a deal's a deal. A deal's a deal. But at the same time, Sony, you agreed to whatever this is, even if it is 5%. Well, that was stupid. Yeah, but we also don't know what the contract says. Like, when could they re- renegotiate? When could they say, no, this deal's done? Right. You know what I mean? There could be something after five movies. I think we have, I have right enough to faith back out of the deal. they will work it out. I don't think... Disney owns the entire I cannot imagine, world. regardless of what your thoughts are on phase four of MCU, I cannot imagine that Disney does not have huge plans for Spider-Man for phase four. There's no way they're going to just drop everything and be like, well, okay, we'll figure out something else for phase four. Like there's no way this will get done. Disney will pony up. I think it'll all be fine. Even if you go 60, 40 Disney, Sony, that's a huge win for both sides. Cause Disney gets to keep Spidey and Sony gets more money. Also, 
while I thought Far From Home was just fine, which is really just, again, it's a compliment to the MCU that this movie was awesome, but it's just, meh, to me, it sets up Spider-Man 3, yes. no spoilers, that might be the most interesting Spider-Man movie we've ever had. But again, do it as right. long as Sony doesn't screw it up, yeah, there's no reason they can't still make Spider-Man you can make a movie without exactly the as it was going yes. to be. Yeah, you just won't have happy in it. You won't have, but you don't need to. That's Nick, whatever, we've taken yeah. care of that. I don't know. I, I at the end of the day, I do think this is all. I think it's going to all blow over. And just, if it doesn't, I'm still going to be. I cannot wait for Spider-Man Three, no matter yes. who's putting it out. But I do think it'll all work out. As long as Tom stays as Spider-Man, which he will. It's going to be fine. Like, Spider-Man 3, like, they announced nothing. Compared to what you said, though, or contrary to what you said, Spider-Man's name was not mentioned at all in Phase 4. So, Spider-Man 3, at the best, is Phase 5 in 2022 at this point. Summer 2022, I would guess. So, it's like... They got time to figure this out too. Like every, it's not like today. The deadline is just and done. I know that Captain Marvel brought in a ton of money. Black Panther brought in a ton of money. Guardians of the Galaxy. Why brought did they in not announce Black Panther two in Phase Four? I have no idea. But like, they brought in a ton of money with these people that really before the MCU, outside of the hardcore comic book people, nobody really either knew about or at least nobody really cared that much about. I had never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. I've at least heard of Black Panther and Captain Marvel. I just didn't care. Yeah. I cannot imagine Marvel is going into phase four, five, six, whatever, and hitching their wagon to these people being like their flagship entities, whatever you want to call it. Like you kind of, whether or not you need Spider-Man to make good movies, maybe you don't, but I think you need something for the more... The casuals. common folk yeah. to be able to relate to and see something that like, oh yeah, Spider Man. Because you had that before with Captain America and Iron Man. But that those both of those this is what I was gonna say. Neither of those two, as much as I love both of them, the MCU, neither of them are on Spider Man's level when it comes to no, the general public. Yeah. It's Batman, Superman, Spider Man are the most are the yes. three most recognizable superheroes, period. Yep. Do you agree with me? So uh, he yep. is at worst number three world over when it comes to superhero recognizability. Right. The MCU has skewed all that, but I'm saying like before 2008, before Iron Man became freaking Robert Downey Jr., it was Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. Plus, look at what uh, uh, Spider-Verse just did. <laughs> Play off all that. Give us another Tom Holland. Start to introduce a little bit of Miles. Like, that can oh. be like the end of... I don't want to say phase two. I know what you mean. Capital P phase one was phase one, two, three. Capital P phase two should be phase four, five, six. Have phase six end with maybe Peter Parker dies, Miles takes up the man. Like that can be what the, what phase capital P phase two is working towards. Like, I don't know why you're doing that. <laughs> like that's that's what this can but kind of build to think about what the video game is building to also is when you that, say I mean, they're that, already that's doing exactly that. where i go is yeah. like they're oh, i almost don't want to play spider-man 2 because i know what's going to happen and it's going to absolutely break me yeah um i would freaking love it if they introduced miles into this universe 
So I, and I think it's whatever. Again, it assuming they work this out, it'll happen. I yeah. think it's a t a post credit scene, whatever in whatever the next Spider Man is. There's no way they don't. As long yeah. as they can keep this going, there's no way that that's not what it's building. They've already started it. Yep. All right. Next up. For some reason, the Matrix Four was announced. I don't. There were a lot of people I saw online that were stoked for this movie. Whereas I could I'm not like, care less. I don't know why. It's like Ernie tweeted, and I was like, "Yes, y'all are acting like Matrix Two and Three were great movies. They were not. Matrix, the Matrix, is an all-time classic, probably top ten movie for me. Like it is amazing. And then two and three. Two jumped the shark and three like hurtled over the shark. Whatever you want to say. Like it is I I would at this point probably rather have a reboot than a matrix. I would one hundred and ten percent I would rather have a reboot. I don't want like I, I get it, Keanu is the biggest it's, thing. That's ever, exactly what it's it breathtaking, is. and I get that, but like they're gonna ruin Keanu. Give it a year. I'm gonna yeah. be sick of I'm already kind of sick of him. They're talking honest. about him getting a fast and furious at some point. They want to put him in every video game. I'm like, like they're no, just gonna ruin. Don't him. like yes. he was already cool. Why did why now is everybody all right. of a sudden like, man, Keanu was cool. Like, where have y'all been? He was already cool. You are going cool to speed beat night. us to death over the head with Keanu Reeves until yeah. we're just sick of him. And I can already kind of see it going that I way. I just <sighs> I saw a lot of people super excited for this, but I did see people like did you want like, some of that? Is yes, that please. Like Ernie, that were like. Do y'all forget what we went through with two? Like two and three were, again, I know I already said it, but they were not, they're not good movies. They're bad. Two is okay. Two is far better than three. Three is, gar- three is like Suicide Squad levels, sorry, of garbage. Like I, I hate that movie. I don't really remember much about it. Good. You're I just lucky. remember Neo's what like, f- what? It's like you just spit in here. Are you saying the amount? Yes. Huh? Um, okay. oh. I'm play that game. Keanu's awesome. The concept of the Matrix. This is, bottle sucks. Yeah, to that's pour horrible out to pour from. It's like it's just. It, it looks everywhere. cool, but then it goes everywhere. The sand gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. God dang it! <laughs> I hope Anakin comes back for the Obi Wan thing. So neither of us are excited for this. No, like I, I have, I have the Matrix on DVD. I'm I do not have as, two or three on DVD. Or I'm right. about as excited for this. As I was for Doctor Strange, where like I don't really have any interest in it, but it's like maybe I'll go see it just for the cool kind of effects and visuals, like trippiness. But as of right now, I just I don't care. I yeah. don't care. I'm just I'm literally I'm not excited at all. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page. That's it for the witty banner this episode. So, Sean, what have we been playing this week? Um, I'm trying to think. Well, we both made a purchase this week. We did. I haven't seen any benefits yet, but I'm glad I did it. Uh, I've been playing a lot. Well, so we bought, we did the, uh, the GameStop trade-in, um, for the new Switch. The new improved. I've honestly only played said new Switch handheld mode. I feel like I've been playing Mario Maker for. I'm over 40 hours, is what my Switch says. Did you ever check yours? I have not checked, okay. but I bet I'm past that. 
Um, but I bet I've only played oh, only played three, maybe four hours. But it's all been handheld. What I couldn't tell you is what my battery's at. Now, if I check my battery and I'm still over like 50% or something, I'd be like, hey, worth it. Whereas before, I probably would have been down to like 25% or yeah. something. So, I don't know. Um, it's fine. I'm glad I did it. Uh, I was able to get my screen protector off the old one and onto the new oh, one. I didn't even try because so I was like, I know I've got one at the I house, got some so like, I couldn't it. find my spare. Okay. I couldn't spare a square. Um, but I've got some like air bubbles, but it's all outside of like the visual Okay. Portion of the screen, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. It well, looks like garbage, just but it's peel not it up a little bit. I probably just could, kinda... but whatever. Do you remember what we did the first time we put them on? I did the same thing when I put oh, and it this guy help. on my iPad. You you did the steam. I the went in the bathroom. I turned the shower on and I sat know. there for like a half. I don't know that it did anything, yeah. but it looks good. It, yeah. it worked well. So, um, but yeah, all I've really played on it so far is Mario Maker, and even that, just a few hours of just random stuff um i haven't fired up my playstation since i got the platinum on that thing bloodstained um i think that's it i think that's all i've played besides oh no it's not you know what we played this week what cadence of hyrule put out a demo yeah so we are about between the two of us adam could rival us probably more than me on your level as it comes when in terms of zelda fandom yeah when I saw this game get announced, I was like, that's weird. Wait, everybody loves Crypt of the Necro Dancer, Mancer, whatever it's called. I should like this. And then when the game got close to release and the reviews released, it was like some people loved it and some people were like, this sucks. So I reminded Sean, I was like, remember, there's a Cadence of Hyrule demo, demo out. Go get it. We both played through it and I think we both had this similar experience. Like, Hearing the music and stuff and seeing the seeing the, the art of this game is just seeing it on my big screen TV. I was like, this so is so I will say beautiful. I went in with low. I had I heard about it. High yep. expectations came back down, started the demo. Boom. And then and it went right back down quick. I was like, this at least looks like a Zelda game, even if it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Um, I died. And that's it. I'm done. I'm not, I'll never play this game again. Um, what I will say, I know a lot of people like this, but what I, and this will mean nothing to you. I mean, it might mean something, but you have no experience in it. What it kind of felt like to me, and I don't mean this in a good way at all, even though a lot of people, if you had this thought, probably would mean it in a good way. It reminded me of Final Fantasy Tactics where you're on like the screen and you can move and the enemy moves and it's like okay well i know he's probably gonna like jump 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 attack and i gotta i gotta make sure that i'm in the right place at the right time so i'm not there when he attacks but i am there when i'm ready to attack and it's got this whole i don't know i just didn't like it um when i could just go up to enemies and like kill them whatever i was fine keeping the beat like that part's easy but when it comes to like the strategy portion of it like how to actually do this and do it well when the game's not supposed to be hard yet and I'm already struggling with it I'm just like it's not for me like I died to just like a screen full of like random enemies and I'm like well that's enough for me like I so I'm done I don't care I got to the second screen and I guess it was Lionel 
that killed yeah. me. If you go to the right from Link's house. Yeah. So I made it further line. than you. I, I, I get to this guy and I was like, and once he hit me once, I was like, dude, I was dead. Like, it, it reminded me of why I don't like, oh, uh, what's it called? Turn-based RPGs. Yeah. Like, it felt like the masking, it, it felt like it's a turn-based. I just don't think that game mechanic adds anything. It separates it. It makes it stand out. But, like. Not in a good way. Just give me Zelda. Yeah. Zelda does not need this weird mechanic overlaid on top of it. Like, it adds nothing to the game. It if you're asking me, it detracts from it a I agree. lot. Uh, no thanks. I'm done. Yeah, I I died once. I went back in. I I hopped back over. Doom, 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 <laughs> doom, doom. I killed the guy. He didn't give me another diamond. So I was like, doom, 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 doom. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it this time. And there's like, there was like not not an act rock. I don't know. What, it was like a green squishy guy up here. Looked like something from Minish Cappy. I think. Mish Cappy. <laughs> Mish Cap up here, and then another guy here, and then there's a Lionel sitting over here, and I was like, doom, 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 doom. And I, like, I killed that, and I don't, you don't have, uh, maybe we just didn't get far enough into it, but you don't even have an attack button. You no, just get you just the run into next them. to them, and you go, boom, boom. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to boom the Lionel. I got it, was like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, F this game. This sucks. I already deleted off my Switch. I was like, I was so looking forward to this game, especially because yeah. Zach Ryan, when it got announced, I was like, Zach Ryan at IGN. At, by the way, he's back at IGN, which makes me so happy. He's one of my favorite dudes there. Um, so he's already back. I, he left, I don't even know, who, Ubisoft or something. Um, when it got announced, I was like, I don't get it. Like, I tweeted him. I was like, is this like a Zelda game mixed with like, like a Zelda rhythm game? And he just tweeted me back. He's like, Play Crypt of the Rec Mode, Neck Mode, Rec Mode Dancer, Tech Mode Dancer, whatever it's called. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I didn't do it. But then I was like, oh, they finally put out a demo. I'm going to give it the old college try. I'm never going to play that again. No. I don't want to play it. I cannot believe that there's a 2D Zelda game that I don't want to play. But yeah, we are, what day is it? We are one month from today, September 20th. Away from Link's Awakening. I cannot believe we're getting that game. I went. I cannot wait for that. I listened to our old podcast. It was like episode one hundred one or one hundred two or something. We were talk. We were talking about how Nintendo had moved the three DS team over to the Switch team to work on quote a new Zelda game, whatever. And we we're like, we we're both like, man, it's probably going to be a stupid multiplayer game, whatever. And then I was like, man, it'd be cool if they did Link's Awakening remix. And I'm like, yeah. Why wasn't that my E three prediction this year? Um, I predicted it last year and was wrong, but yeah, I can't wait to play that. And and the day before that, the Genesis Mini is the day before. I thought it was a week before. It's the day oh, before. I thought it was further away too. Yeah, uh, we have uh, got to do a Let's Play Gunstar Heroes for crying out. Oh, loud. we will do several. I, can't I mean, wait from the Genesis. I can't wait. I, I got my six button USB controllers. I've spent way too much money in this stupid. I've got a pot. Why? <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. All right, Sean, you want to get in the news of the week? Yeah. This came out of nowhere, but some would say it was highly expected. Sony Interactive Entertainment has purchased Insomniac Games. This comes from IGN. 
Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced it has acquired Insomniac Games, the developers behind Marvel's Spider-Man and Ratchet and Clank, as a first-party PlayStation studio. Sony and Insomniac are in, quote, definitive agreements, end quote, to acquire Insomniac, who have long held a partnership with PlayStation throughout the four generations of home PlayStation consoles. From Spyro the Dragon on the original PlayStation through 2018 Spider-Man on PS4. Insomniac will become the 14th studio in Sony's current lineup of Worldwide Studios Development Studios. What? (laughs) What? You should have just edited that to current lineup of Worldwide Studios. Quote, Insomniac Games is one of the most highly acclaimed development studios in the industry and their legacy of best in-class storytelling and gameplay is unparalleled. Sean Layden, chairman of SIE, said in a statement alongside the announcement, quote, We have enjoyed a strong collaborative partnership with the studio for many years and are thrilled to officially welcome them to the Worldwide Studios family. The addition of Insomniac Games to SIE WWS (laughs) World Heavyweight Champion reiterates our commitment to developing world-class gaming experiences that can only be found on the PlayStation platform. Blah, 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 blah. This is crazy. So a little bit of background here. I don't need to read the whole article. Also, alongside this announcement, it was announced that Spider-Man PS4 has now sold 13.2 million copies. I wonder why Sony finally ponied up and said, here's a blank check. How much do you want? Yeah. For some reference, uh, Insomniac, uh, obviously they own Spider-Man PS4, Ratchet and Clank, Spyro. They created it, but now apparently Activision owns the rights. They, They did the Spyro trilogy. Sunset Overdrive and Resistance. Are you kidding me? I'm. I we'll talk about it here in a minute. Sean Layden also had an interview where he added some further comments where he said they wanted this to happen for a long time. This has been like the weirdest thing ever. Like they've been like dating for like 20 years and then finally like finally now decide to get married you know what i mean right like it was everybody assumed they would become a first party studio it just took until spider-man just lit the world on fire for them to do it uh sean Layden also said they have not looked at sunset overdrive what i've understood listening to a few different people is that sunset overdrive came out on the expo in 2014 microsoft owns that ip for that that they don't out Insomniac owns the IP of Sunset Overdrive, but the Sunset Overdrive game that released on the X-Bone cannot be released on PlayStation or anything else without Microsoft's consent, which means it's not coming to PlayStation. It's not going to happen, yeah. However, I'll just predict it now, Sunset Overdrive 2 is coming to the PS5, period. Yeah. I never played it. People loved that game, but whatever. He also said that Ratchet & Clank is a vital series. This starts to get me thinking... Maybe it's not Horizon that's a launch title. Maybe that is like the spring or something after the the five or the the PlayStation launches. Um, maybe Ratchet and Clank. I think Ratchet and Clank. As much as I want Horizon Two, I think Ratchet and Clank just kind of makes more sense as a launch title. The last one came out in sixteen. The PS Five is coming out November twenty twenty. That's over four years. Because yeah. it came out, I think the, the 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 game came out April 2016. The PS5 is going to launch. I'm still calling it November 20th, 2020. That's more than enough time to get a Ratchet and Clank, uh, a new, yeah. not remake Ratchet and Clank game out. And I think that would help. I would rather have Horizon, but it wouldn't shock me if Ratchet and Clank is a launch game at this point. Yeah, I, I think 
to me, it makes more sense to have that. It'd be like having, I know, studios and whatever, but like, well, it's Nintendo. You can't compare it, but I was going to say it'd be like Nintendo having a Final Fantasy <coughs> launch title instead of a Mario. And I know it's not the same, but like, it's just Ratchet and Clank has that more universal appeal to it, yep. I think. So, no, I wouldn't be surprised in the least bit if that's what happened. Uh, also, Insomniac will be managing their own IP how they see best. That's good. It kind of reminds me of how when Kojima Productions was brought into Sony as a second-party studio, they're not owned by Sony, but they're making a Sony exclusive. They're essentially a second-party studio. Um, and they're clearly, we'll talk about this here in a minute, they're clearly letting Kojima just do whatever the hell he wants with that stupid game. Uh, and it seems like they're going to do the same thing with what Insomniac owns. Um, one other note, this is the first studio that Sony has purchased in eight years. So they purchased uh-huh. Sucker Punch in 2011 after Infamous 2 launched and had a very good launch. Uh, what do you think? Like this is this. I, I think I always had a fear in the back of my mind that somehow Spider-Man 2 wouldn't be a Sony exclusive, that maybe Microsoft would be like, here's $2 billion, Spider-Man 2 is an Xbox exclusive. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I know none of the inner workings, if, if that was even possible, but like, this quenches a lot of my fears. This also, because a lot of people are now starting to speculate that Gorilla is working on Horizon 2 and something else, and that something else is not Killzone, surprisingly. Sony needs I'm not saying resistance can beat Halo Infinite. I would no. I'm not crazy. But I love that series. It, the fir- I never played the third one just cuz I I don't know why. Maybe I started having I think it's cuz I started having kids and was just busy, but um Resistance 1 and Resistance 2 are fantastic games and I so bad I think maybe I predicted it last year, maybe not this year. But I want that series to come back so badly. Now that they're a first-party studio, I won't be shocked at all if Resistance comes back on the PS5. Probably not a launch game at this point. I don't think it's a launch, but I bet it happens. What do you think about Insomniac coming in the PlayStation family? Um, I mean, it makes almost too much sense. Um, I wasn't really worried about Spider-Man 2 not coming to PlayStation, the PlayStation, but I did kind of assume it probably wouldn't be an exclusive. Um, I don't know. Good. I mean, good for them. I, it's, it's whatever. I think it's very, it's very obviously a reactionary move to Xbox. I think Sony kind of sees the writing on the wall and is basically saying, all right, Xbox is buying up everybody. We need to start getting some of our own. And I mean, they were already more or less first party anyway. Um, But I like it. I think it's a move that needed to be done. It makes the most sense. Um, I, I, I have nothing bad to say about it. I'm stoked. I really just hope, I don't know that we even need resistance for what, what I, what I really hope is that res- resistance doesn't turn into like a freaking uh, destiny or something. I don't want that. I want a story driven yeah. first person shooter, which is what I'm hoping modern warfare is going to be with obviously multiplayer and everything else. But yeah, 
I'm stoked. I'm surprised it took this long. But yeah, there's been rumors that I think Callan was saying that he won't be surprised if Sony announces two more acquisitions by the end of the year. One of them everybody thinks is going to be Remedy. Control's coming out here shortly. They made a couple uh, uh, Max Payne games and a couple other games. I can't remember. One of them was an Xbox exclusive. But I'm like, I'm like ah. nothing about that would excite me if they purchased them. It's like, cool, whatever. But like, Insomniac? Yes. Yeah. All right. Next up, Gamescom announcement. So we delayed this recording uh, a couple of days so we could get all the announcements from Gamescom, and I don't know that we needed to. <laughs> but let's run through them now. Uh, Gears 5, after they did an inside Xbox show, they showed off Horde mode for Gears 5, and they finally showed a gameplay trailer that was focused on the campaign of Gears 5, not Gears of War 5. Don't call it that. Witcher 3 put out a trailer for its release on the Switch. Just in case you were wondering, it does include Hearts of Stone and Blood and Wine in the release, and it is coming out October 15th. I still don't know how they got this game running on the Switch. Uh, yeah. Um, and honestly, actually, yeah. I thought this already came out. You know, I kind of had that same thought. Maybe I'm just thinking back to when it was announced, but the same kind of thing crossed my mind. Yeah. Uh, Border- We're not going to run through everything because there's a lot of weird stuff at Gamescom. But next up, Borderlands 3. They detailed some of their endgame content, which includes the Circle of Slaughter Horde mode. And a new Proving Grounds mode, which is you go around and you collect stuff and you get to... Oh, God, don't lose power. You get to go to a Proving Grounds thing. Are you... So, you've kind of been on the fence. I'm not getting this game. Okay. I, it, it intrigues me more than any other first-person shooter that yeah. has come out in God knows how many years. Um, what I'm honestly most excited about in terms of first-person shooters is 13 and which is now uh, this is probably second but it's a pretty distant second yeah. now they may turn around and screw up 13 entirely i hope that's i know there's going to be multiplayer but i hope that game was very much a f- single player story driven title and i hope they don't screw that up everything i've heard about is that they're they are keeping that yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that that did if you didn't hear my aside there it did get delayed to 2020 so now there's two big items that I want to talk about here, and I don't even know what to think about this first one. But, of course, Hideo Kojima was there, and we got more gameplay of Death Stranding. We got character trailers for Mama in caps. She apparently has a bridge baby that was born on, quote, the other side. Her baby's, like, invisible or something. We also got a character trailer for Dead Man, who is Guillermo... Guillermo... Guillermo Guillermo del Toro of the bull. He he explains to Sam Bridges how the baby bottles work. I don't even I, the fact when I was writing this stuff for the rundown, I was like, I can't even believe I'm writing this. So Dead Man explains to Sam how the baby bottles work, that the babies are very unpredictable and they fail a lot, so don't get too attached to the baby in the bottle. <laughs> Uh, we can also see Sam Bridges, the main character, can pee in this game. Kojima let us know that you cannot see his penis. Sorry to disappoint. 
Also, if you pee in the game in the same spot multiple times, quote, something good happens later on. Jeff, the, this get, the, the more I read, the, more, the, the weirder this gets. Jeff Keeley is in the game. <laughs> He's a Ludens fan or something. I don't even understand. They showed more walking around, and you can, like, the baby gets upset, and then it goes into, like, first person, and you're like, I love you, baby. My rocket, baby. Don't be upset, baby. And then you hook him back up to your freaking Eva suit, whatever it is. Kajim also said there will be more cameos in the game so far. This we we were talking offline about this game. I swear to you, if this wow, if this was not made by Hideo Kojima, I would not give two flips about this game. However, like I told Sean earlier, if this game wasn't made by Hideo Kojima, it would not be made. This game, there is literally no one else that would even attempt to make whatever the blue hell this game ends up being. Like this game could either be us walking around delivering FedEx packages for 30 hours, or it could be you walk around for an hour and then the other 29 hours are tactical espionage action or something. Nothing about this game at this point would surprise me. Yeah. I don't... I'm not canceling my pre-order or anything. It's Kojima. I love that dude. I owe it to him to at least buy this game and try it, but when this was announced at E3 2016, it was like... God of War 4, we didn't know what it was going to be called, but God of War and Death Stranding were like neck and neck. There's, I, I cannot see a world where this gets even close to God of War. Now, I, I just, I, I don't know. Sean, what do you think about whatever the hell we've seen of Death Stranding so far? I cannot think of another game that has... Like, the more I see and find out about this game, the less I like. Like, there are games that, from the jump, I never cared about. And the more they show, I'm like, well, I still don't care about it. You can't can't go less than zero. This game, I was at least intrigued. Even though I never had any idea what to expect, I was intrigued because Hideo. Nothing that they have shown of this game, as far as what the actual game is, interests me in the slightest bit. They're, they have not shown me a single thing that has made me want this game more. I wanted it more when I knew nothing about it. Yeah. The combat looks clunky, and I don't know how much of the game is actually I think you're combat. just climbing ladders and walking around with a baby. Right. But, like, this, so far, I'm... And to a lot of people, this is probably a good thing. This screams RDR2 to me. To where you're doing something and you're like, oh, I got to pee. And you got to go pee. And you're about to do something. Oh, my baby's upset. I got to soothe my baby before I continue. Like, just because you can do stuff in real life does not mean... Like how we've crapped all over RDR2 for being like, oh, I got to clean my gun before I can shoot it again. And, oh, I got to go shovel poop in order to make money. Like, just because you can do it in the game does not mean it should be in the game. And the more I see of this game... Now, it would not surprise me in the least bit if Hideo is just trolling us all. And this game ends up being still completely different from everything we've seen. The more I see of this game, the less I care about it. And I'm not to the point where I'm going to say I'm not going to get it. But like I told you the other day, 
I'm trending in the wrong direction. Like I am. I'm too. not there yet, but I'm going in that direction. I mean, I'm I'm about Hideo's biggest fan that there is, and it's like at this point, I'm like, what the hell? I don't like. I'm almost like, this comes out a week before Jedi Fallen Order. At this point, I'm way yeah. more excited to play Jedi Fallen oh, yeah. Order than I am this. Like, I hope I can beat this game in a week and kind of move. Maybe it'll blow my mind. Like, but as you're saying this, you're right about the Red Dead thing. Like, it's just vast wilderness and mundane stuff so far as everything we keep seeing and like that really breaks my heart but you're right also i start to think like people that aren't metal gear fans are they i wonder if they see this game the way the same way they have seen metal gear like do i just love and you like metal gear so like we we can appreciate the craziness and the insanity and stuff or is this so far even past what Kojima fans like me can really get behind and be like excited about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe it's because we don't really even know what the hell this game is at this point. And that's the thing. I'm trying to reserve judgment for now because we, we, we don't know anything. We don't even know what Kojima wants us to think we know. We don't even know that. Like, uh, we know nothing about this game. As much as they've shown, which still isn't that much, we still know nothing about it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm now, there was, this was playable at Gamescom, right? I think people are getting hands-on tomorrow as well. Oh, so that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious to see what people come back with. Yeah, me too. But I don't know. I'm not done with the game, but I'm becoming less excited about it. The more I find out, the less yeah. excited I am about it. Which is the Metal Gear Solid Five. Every trailer, every every new piece of information may be just like I mean, I hype that up. It, the game could never have lived up to my hype. It was off the charts my hype for that game. And if it wasn't my favorite game of all time, it was going to be a disappointment. And it was not my favorite game of all time. Right. I do not have that for the. the I'm going into this game. There you go. My hype for Batman versus Superman. Off the charts, going to be the best movie ever. It didn't really work out. Justice League comes around, I'm like, uh, you're not not today, Satan. You're not fooling me again. That's kind of where I'm at. This is my Justice League, I think. Like, So is Hideo Satan? <laughs> Hideo is... No, Satan is WB. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of hands-on gameplay impressions, people were finally able to go hands-on with Marvel's Avengers, and we got some more story details as well. So, after the events of A-Day, I think is what they're calling it, superheroes have been outlawed. There is something that is put in place called Advanced Idea Mechanics AIM, A-I-M. I wonder why it's called AIM, probably because they're going to have helicarriers flying in the thing like Winter Soldier, and they're going to kill everybody. They're replacing the superheroes to protect the public from them. Essentially, the government is controlling the people with technology. Hmm. That's weird. Sounds like a game that came out in 2001 from Konami. Speaking of Hideo Kojima. Is that not Sons of Liberty? It's, yeah. Okay, it is. Uh, the whole story is about reassembling the team by traveling the world and completing different missions. So there are hero missions, which are single player focused and basically make up your campaign story. There are also war zone missions, which can be completed solo or four player co-op with people online. 
what I didn't gather from what I was reading is if you play these solo, do you have three AI Avengers with you? I don't know. But it seems like these are just additive. It seems like you go around the world, you progress the story, which which unlocks Avengers. And then once you've unlocked the Avengers, you can pick them as your character in the Warzone missions. And then if you do well, you level them. It's basically a way to level up your character. So if you, you're you going through a single-player story, I've unlocked all five, six, seven, however many Avengers are going to be in this. R.I.P. Captain America. I don't believe for a second he's dead. Um, you can then take them into the war zones with your like you and I if we somehow decide that this game tricks us into buying it. We can go play together and we can beat up bad guys. And it, it seems like you can't both. Like we can't have four Thors. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's at least good to know that that's not, or at least it doesn't seem like it's required to progress the story, which is what I was worried about with this, but whatever, uh, there are hero customization options and options, and you'll, you'll still get new heroes in different regions will be coming for free later. Uh, I don't remember if this was confirmed or not, so I want to put it in here, but the PS4 will be getting a, bri- a, a beta prior to the launch of the game. I think we knew that. I think that is what's going to... I'm going to just hold off on any thoughts about this game until I can play it. Yeah. You know, like, I still... I I can get over... I think I can get over the fact that they don't look anything... They they look stupid. I'll just say that. They look pretty bad. The the character models are not good. I think the the best model is fun and the story is fun, like, I'll be able to get over that. But... Gosh, they got a long... That is a tall mountain to climb. I mean, at this point, I think I would rather get Ultimate Alliance on Switch. Yes. Than, than this game. But As I of right now, absolutely. I want, let me be very clear here. I want them to win me over. I, I hope they do. But like I've pre-ordered um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I didn't do Watch Dogs yet because it's like a week after Final Fantasy VII. I can wait a month on Watch Dogs. There's another game coming out earlier in the year that I've already pre-ordered. I don't think I pre-ordered Last of Us yet. There, there's something I'm forgetting about, but like... Death Stranding? No, that's no, that's this year. So oh, you're saying next year. Yeah. that's this. It seems like they're going to hit the launch. It seems like the game is pretty much done. Yeah. And Killy tweeted something about he's finishing up the game at this point, whatever. But I don't know. I want... God, I want this game to be good, but... And people, again, were like some people went hands-on at E3. More people are getting to play it now and getting impressions, but it's still like all they've been able to play is the opening like 20 minutes, the A-Day thing, which is all the Avengers get tricked. San Francisco apparently just gets blown to hell. And quick-timey stuff, you're flipping back and forth between the Avengers, which doesn't seem like that's going to be the case in the actual game. You're going to pick an Avenger, and you're going to do their missions, go back to the hub. Then, like I go from... Iron Man to Hulk and they're going to play completely different. Everybody says the Hulk plays he's so much fun to play as. Really? Everybody else is kind of like, I don't know Captain America seems fun but supposedly he's dead. I don't really know that he's actually dead but yeah, I don't know. That's it for Gamescom. There was some other stuff but it's not important to us so I didn't want to talk about it. Next up. Uh, Nintendo did an indie world presentation where they highlighted a bunch of indie games for 20 minutes. There was not, unfortunately, there was not a lot of stuff that stuck out to me here. Um, Hotline Miami collection is out now for the Switch. I've got it in my Vita. I tried it. I was like, nah, I suck at this, so I don't want to play it. It's $25. I'm like, I'm, no. 
<laughs> like everybody has played Hotline Miami at this point. Everybody has also played Super Hot that wants to play it, but that's also out now on the Switch. Um, there's a bunch of other random stuff that I just, nothing tickled my fancy, except for they did the one more thing. Ori in the Blind Forest is coming out. Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, excuse me, is coming out September 27th. It will run 1080p, 60 frames per second when docked, 720p, 60 frames per second handheld mode. This game is one of those, this is like up there with Cuphead for me, of games that were Xbox exclusives that I missed out on that I felt like I was really missing out on, other than like, yeah. I, I want to play the Gear series. Yeah, yeah. This is a Metroidvania that is just freaking breathtaking. I finally... I get I get some... Uh, Hollow Knight? Hollow. I was going to say Shovelhead, and that's not even a thing. Shovelhead. <laughs> <laughs> I combined Shovel Knight and Cuphead. And neither of those are, but yeah, uh, dynamite. Hit whatever you just said is the thing, and I'm I've already forgotten. Done. So, are are, are you all in on this? My only thing it's is bad timing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a week after Zelda, so yeah. maybe I'll get it a week later when right. I, when I beat. Lips but no, I, I'm but looking forward to it. Ori, I don't think I've ever actually watched the gameplay of this because I always thought he was more like a big Hero Six looking guy, like a bigger guy. But then you watch it, he's. You are my family. <laughs> He's Stitch. He's like a glowing Stitch. Yeah. You know, and it just... God, this game looks so beautiful. And it, I, I see, like... It's a Metroidvania, but I also get vibes of, like, Super Meat Boy when it comes to the platforming sections and stuff like that. Right. Like, this looks difficult, but I hope not too difficult. I don't know. Um Ori and the Will of the Wisp is hitting Xbox, I think, next year. I think that's what they said. But, like, nothing really blew my skirt up in this presentation except for this game. And just seeing that gameplay and finally actually, like, I want to play this finally. And seeing that running was like, this is just, this is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it looks, I mean, to me, that's a, a can't-miss game. Um, and, yeah, I'm kind of with you that it's really the only thing that, stuck out to me yeah all right next up are we finally going to get super nintendo games on the switch for crying out loud this comes from ign a recent fcc filing may have revealed nintendo's plans to release a wireless super nintendo controller for the nintendo switch would which would be very similar to its release of the wireless nes controllers alongside the addition of nes games to the nintendo switch online Discovered by Reset Era user Link83, the filing includes a single image that very much resembles the back of an SNES controller. Furthermore, the model number HAC-042 is in line with other Nintendo Switch model controller numbers. <laughs> Nintendo Switch model numbers. <laughs> the Switch itself is HAC-001 and the wireless NES controllers are 003 and 034. 033 and 034. It's important to note that it doesn't reference the Switch or Super Nintendo anywhere in the filing, and the equipment name is simply Wireless Game Device, but it's pretty clear what this filing would be for. Nintendo Switch Online and the first batch of NES games were made available on September 18, 2018, while there have been some data mines and such that hinted that SNES games are arriving to, their Nint to Nintendo's latest console. We haven't had any true confirmation. Sean. Is it weird that we've had this system for yes. basically two and a half years? Uh, yes. How is that possible? 
Well, what's weird to me is that we've had it for two and a half years. The NES games have been on there for a year. And we don't really have... I mean, you have like the classics and then Some a bunch of, of just random games. Yeah. I'm excited for the idea of Super Nintendo games finally being on there, but I have no faith in Nintendo. We'll get Mario World. We'll get Zelda. And F-Zero. We'll get F-Zero. And then next month you'll get Pilot. We'll probably get Super Metroid. Like, we'll get, like, I don't again, think the classics within the first few months. Okay. And then it's right. going to be random, just very random abstract games for the next year plus, probably, with yeah. an occasional, like, oh, hey, here's uh, Chrono Trigger. Like, something good. They will be few and far between. Like, I can't even... I can't... I can't get excited about this. This is what I've wanted since day one, and now I'm just like, no, nah, they're going to screw this up. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Like, when we when you go back and listen to our old podcast, before the Switch was even named the Switch, and before it was officially unveiled, all that other stuff, there were all these rumors of a Netflix-like subscription where you would get access to the entire NES and SNES libraries. We kind of got that, but only NES and only like 35 games and like 20 of them aren't that good. And like, I don't, the Wii in 2006 allowed you to download for a cost almost NES or SNES game ever made. And then they added Genesis, Turbo (laughs) Graphics, Master System. Like they added literally, what? (laughs) Roll it back. It's just funny. You said and they let you download almost any S game. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like the, yes. the virtual console was revolutionary at the time. Oh, yeah. And now we've gone backwards. And I don't know how that's possible, but we have. Like, I mean, the idea is there. That was like iTunes back in the day mm-hmm. where you buy songs. And now everything is streaming. You just pay a cost or you pay a price and you've got... Here's everything. Play it at your leisure. Except it's like Apple Music, but you can listen to like Taylor Swift and Imagine Dragons and then like a bunch of bands nobody's ever heard of and like nothing in between. And that's right. where we're at right now. Yeah, you you can't get Dave Matthews band. No. Essentially. Right. right. No Dave Matthews, no... OAR, no Chiverches. Zach Brown, no Chiverches, no Newfound Glory, no nothing. Dashboard. Yeah. Just random bands that probably don't exist anymore and nobody's cared about for years. <laughs> this is, but this then is you the have Taylor analogy. Swift and yeah. yeah this is the best analogy ever. So I don't know. I'm I'm excited that this is coming, but like also if they're gonna do these things with the weird like do you remember how they did the NES controllers? Like they slide onto the switch, like I don't want this rail uh, bar at the top. Yeah. Also, I've got my, my friggin' 8-bit Doe controller that is perfect, and it has dual a- analog, so I just I've synced it up. I'm good. Like, Just put the games on there. Like, That's the only way, because I've already kind of started petering out on Super Mario Maker. I've got some ideas for new levels, but it's just life has been crazy. The only way I would renew my Nintendo Switch Online membership... When do we have that through? Probably nine, eight, nine more months. Oh, okay. But the only way I would actually pay for it right now is if 
they bump like the NES offerings are not they're not doing anything for me. No. It's not happening. If you add the SNES to that as well, and if I was traveling and if I can play Link to the Past Mario World and stuff on my Switch, okay, you got me. Here's twenty bucks for the next year, whatever. They damn sure better not raise the price though when they do that. Right. It's not worth it right now. No. <laughs> so so don't jump, they can't be like, well, we're gonna add more 10, content so we're gonna yeah. bump up the price. Like, no, it's not even worth it right now. Yep, agreed. So I hope it's coming, but both of us are definitely not holding our breath. Yeah. Next up, uh, NPD results for July 2019, the best-selling game of the month. Madden is coming out earlier than it used to. This definitely used to be an August launch, and NCAA football, RIP, for like six years now, was the July game, and Madden was August. Apparently, it's July now? I didn't even realize that, but it was the best-selling game of July, Madden NFL 20. Um, I'm not sure I even realized it was out. To be perfectly That's, honest with you, <laughs> I knew it was out, but I thought it. I don't think I saw tweets till August. So, like, how was it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, number two was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Number three, Super Mario Maker Two. Number four, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Number five, thanks YouTube, Minecraft. Number <laughs> six, Grand Theft Auto Five. What year is this? What was that? Okay, number seven, Smash Ultimate. Number eight, Mortal Kombat 11, which is the best-selling game of 2019. Shout-out to Nick Schifani. Number nine, Mario Kart 8. Number 10, Breath of the Wild. Six. That's insane. Six of the ten best-selling games in the U.S. were Switch exclusives. Fire Emblem, Mario Maker 2, Ultimate Alliance, Smash, Mario Kart, Breath of the Wild. Some of these games, Breath of the Wild came out two and a half years ago. Well, I mean, GTA came out like nine years ago. <laughs> it's still on there, so. So, I don't know. But that's I, awesome. I, I love, I love talking about these numbers. Um, I don't look at the whole hardware sales versus last year's software sales. Whatever. That that There's so much that goes into that. Also, for God's sakes, GameStop laid off 100, over 100, like, office workers and stuff. And Game Informer had a bunch of people get laid off today. We are so sorry. Our thoughts are with you for sure. Um, I don't like when I was in there, when I was doing my swap for the switch, I wanted to say something guy, but I was like, he probably doesn't even care. But I was like, yeah, I don't want them to fail. Like that's the thing. Like I have such a just negative mindset when it comes towards GameStop, <laughs> GameStop. And I went in there and I was like, I can't believe I'm even doing business yep. with these people. But it's like GameStop. When you actually go into a GameStop and you're just like, there's a couple guys working in there yeah. in our local GameStop, and I was just shooting the poop with them, and like, it's just, yeah, they're nice guys. Guy. We're just talking, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, and that's when it it, it all kind of hits home. Then and you're like, now these are real people. Like, it sucks. Think what you want about GameStop, and you're justified in most of it, but still, in the end, it does suck. It's like there's. Everybody always votes EA is the worst company in the world every year. But then you think about it, but there's like real people that work for them and that design these games and do the sound and level design and and whatever. Like you you have to separate corporate entity from actual people that are, you know what I mean? And I, I don't want them to fail. I do not want it at all, especially when I had such a great experience doing my Switch swap out. They let me connect to... 
the nail salon they didn't they didn't have wi-fi I connected the nail salon next door <laughs> did my data transfer and everything all right last item here on the news for this week is the genesis mini hands-on this comes from kadaku sean i just wanted to read this to you because this makes me so excited that i actually shelled out 80 bucks for this stupid well if you count my two controllers my six button controllers 120 dollars for this stupid thing this is everything I wanted to hear. I'm just going to read through it, and we'll see if you have any thoughts. Again, from Kotaku. Sega did mini consoles before mini consoles were cool. For well over a decade, you've been able to plug and play Sega machines filled with Genesis classics. Of course, they all pretty much sucked, full of emulation problems and mediocre games. But the Genesis Mini is almost here, and it's ready to restore Sega's good name in the field of tiny retro consoles. Releasing on September 19th for $80, the Genesis Mini is a first-party Sega product, not a licensed offshoot like all the rest. I've had one for, not me, I've had one for a few days now and it's excellent so far. The software is done by M2, a group of emulation experts obsessed with quality and accuracy. The device's 42 games are a selection of some of the best games that Sega's 16-bit console had to offer. The game selection was the real sticking point with 2017's Genesis Flashback HD, the last tiny Genesis on store shelves. The emulation was okay and the hardware was fine, but the game selection could hardly have, could hardly have been said to be the cream of the crop. There was a lot of B-tier stuff on there. Sure, it had Sonic and Gunstar Heroes. Oh no, it had Sonic, but where was Gunstar Heroes? Bloodlines or Streets of Rage 2? Well, here they are in the Genesis Mini. What is the nature of these tiny consoles that someone will always be able to quibble about this game or that one being missing? The list is quite strong. Pick a game, any game, and you're unlikely to come away disappointed. Yes, the emulation's great, but more importantly, so are the things being emulated. What makes a Genesis Mini appealing beyond the game selection is that it's so much fun to play around with. In its quest to replicate the exact look of the original console, Sega even replicated the volume control knob, the cartridge port, and the expansion slot on the bottom. You can push the volume control up and down, stick your finger into the cartridge slot <laughs> to move the spring-loaded flaps, and take the expansion port cover on and off. None of these things actually do anything. <laughs> They're just little interactive bits on a toy, but they make the hardware itself that much more fun. Plug the Genesis Mini in, and you'll probably end up poking around all the menus before you play a game. That Just reading that sentence was like, okay, they did this thing right. You know right, I mean? the UI is right. Unlike the flashback, flashback HD's unintuitive and clunky menu screens, the Mini's interface is smooth and enjoyable to mess with. You can sort the games by release date, alphabetically, number of players, or genre. You can view the front or the box art. You can view, oh no, you can view the front of the box art or the line the games up by their spine art. Sidebar, I was hoping they were going to say, or by the back of the box. Yeah, I was waiting for it. You can also pop into the settings menu and change the system language, which is more interesting than you might think. Change it to Japanese and the whole menu changes to the Japanese Mega Drive. The box art switches to the Japanese. This is so freaking cool. They didn't have to do this, but this is so cool. That was me editorializing. The box art switches to the Japanese versions, and even the game versions change. Really? We talked about this a little bit. It'll, it'll drag your memory. memory. Switch to European languages, and you'll see the same thing. The PAL region Mega Drive aesthetic and European, European versions of the games. <laughs> While most games only had minor differences between regions, that isn't always the case. 
Play the Japanese version of Contra Hardcore and you'll get a three-bar life meter and unlimited continues, unlike the U.S. versions one-hit kills and limited retries. Now we're talking Let's Play City. Now what I don't like, unless I'm reading too much into this, I like that. I think that's awesome. I don't think you should have to change the entire language of the system to no, but it doesn't that. put everything into kanji or anything. It's just like okay. you want the U.S. games, European games, Japanese. Okay, games. well you can then still tell what the hell you're doing. Okay, well yeah. that's that's pretty cool. Then. Even if you don't want to play games from around the world, it's fun to see what changes when you switch regions in the Genesis Mini settings. Did you know Beyond Oasis had a French language language version called La Legende de Thor? We did. The Legend of Thor. Yeah. I didn't. Well, I mean, I did. He didn't. But I'm impressed that Sega and M2 dove so deeply into the archives to find and include it. It's not just a bundle of ROMs. There's a sense that this is something that was deeply curated by experts. Every little detail of the Genesis Mini feels like it was obsessed over. It's a quality revival that the Genesis has always deserved. All right. Let me interject or post-ject Process. if you're done. Um, that was the end of the article. What are the chances... I'm this is me fantasy booking reality now. Thirty two X mini. Thirty two X mini and that cartridge slot in the actually Genesis is something? not yeah, it's all just a hoax and it's actually functional and they come out with a thirty two X mini, you plug in, boom. I I don't think that's my, actually gonna happen, but that being, would be awesome. Me being a Genesis fanboy might spontaneously combust, but then I remember the thirty two X sucked. No, there would not be 42 games. <laughs> That's for sure. There'd be like 10. Mortal Kombat, Doom, 20 Knuckles, bucks, Chaotix, 10, 10, whatever. Yeah. 10, 15 games, 20 bucks. Quarterback Club whatever. was pretty good on there. Blitz might have come out on there. Cosmic Carnage, that was the one I couldn't think Colibri. of. Colibri. Oh, my God. They could do it. That would be awesome. For a $10 add-on or something? Yeah, I think that would be so cool. I am so excited that I'm getting this and... Something that makes me kind of sad is this clearly will not be as popular as the SNES or the NE or the no. NES, and it should. But it be. never, yeah, exactly. But this is like every time I've seen people, the the Genesis Mini got announced like a year ago in Japan, and it was like, okay, that's cool, but is it coming to the U.S.? Nobody knows, whatever. And everyone's like, oh, Genesis has been making mini consoles for ten years. I'm like. No, they haven't. They've been outsourcing it to at games, and those things suck. They're garbage. Yeah. The the big miss on this, the one game I think is a miss, or the one series, there, there's no Mortal Kombat on this. Yeah. I hate that. Mortal Kombat 2 or 3, either one on there, especially now that i got my six-button controllers, would be perfect. Licensing, who knows, because Midway doesn't exist anymore, NetherRealm owns, owns it now, whatever. But reading this, and IGN had a similar article that, like, it seems like Sega got this right. Uh, yeah. Like or it, at least they're trying their hardest. To. Yeah. Like it, but but if this would have sounded anything like the PlayStation Mini or uh, what was it called? PlayStation Classic. I would have been like, nah, maybe I don't need this. You know what I mean? But this seeing people that clearly appreciate the Genesis and see that the Genesis is getting the love that it deserves makes me very happy that I spent $120 essentially on this stupid thing. Right. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of Let's Plays of this thing. I hope you're ready. You're I, welcome. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Like, Gunstar? 
we haven't played Gunstar in here. We haven't played Internal Champions. I don't think we've played Vector Man. Nope. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. We played right. Vector Man, but not in the channel. Right. Uh, stars on this? Like a Rystar cowboy. Dynamite Hetty is on this? Is, Beyond um, Oasis? What's that one game? Oh, wait, never mind. You just said it. Rystar is what I was thinking. No. What's that <laughs> game where you play like a star? Um, Bloodlines well, we did. You need to finish your list. Maybe think of it. Oh, I can probably do that tomorrow. Okay. Um, I'm so excited to get this thing. Like, and kind of funny on their games cast, we were talking about it off the air, whatever. But like, I skipped ahead to when they unboxed the Genesis Mini. I was like, it's beautiful. Those controllers are freaking butt ugly. I'm probably never even going to pl- plug those three button controllers in because I got the six button that I got from RetroBit. Like, I don't need the three buttons. Just right. They can be a fun prop or whatever. Just cut the cords off. Make them a prop. I don't even care. Yeah. But like, uh, Wily Wars. I can't wait to try that. I didn't realize that that was. I thought those were just NES ports. No, I didn't realize that NES yeah. remaster. That's pretty cool. Remasters. And it's what? It's of just one, one, two, and three. One, two, three. Yep. That's cool. I do like that. I like that, Raymond. Now, it's time for the wrap-up, Sean. I don't really know what this means. I mean, I know what it means, but I don't know what it means. But the Halo Infinite Creek... The creative director for Halo Infinite has left 343. This game is over a year from coming out. That makes me worried. I... The long, I've been saying for so long that the Xbox Two or whatever the hell it's going to be called, the Xbox. They already had the Xbox. <laughs> and well, we the also had the PlayStation. But the Xbox One X is also the Xbox. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking for so long that we've talked about. I probably said on here twenty times that Xbox was going to beat PlayStation next gen. I. I'm starting to waver on that because everything is flip-flop for the last three generations, whatever it was. Sony has got all the success from the four. They've got God of War 2, 5, whatever coming. Spider-Man 2, Horizon 2. Uncharted's going to come back in a different form. That seems pretty obvious to me. Ratchet and Clank now. Maybe resistance like Xbox has that they've got (laughs) Halo Infinite and they bought gears, but gears is coming out in the Xbox one. Well, but I mean, I assume we'll get more eventually. It's going to be so interesting to see all these studios. And again, I want Xbox to do like we all win. This is not the early nineties. Like I want, In a perfect world, the PS5 and the Xbox 2, I'm sorry, the PlayStation and the Xbox would sell the exact same amount of consoles and everybody wins. Each side has great exclusives. Sony adopts something similar to Game Pass. Microsoft beefs up their first party offerings to get on the level of Sony, which they're they're not even close right now. And that's not me being a fanboy or hater of Xbox. It's just, it is what it is. Like, I want everybody to win. Um, 
But I've my again my my whole thought was that Xbox is going to win the next generation. I don't think that anymore. I, I just think Sony's going to keep cruising. I USA. Uh, I think the only now. I'm trying to not come off as a total homer. The Xbox 360 was good. It was a very good. It was system. a good system. Xbox However, One. PlayStation gave that battle war away with the PS3. Like they couldn't have done that. They really they, any worse than they did. They did exactly what Xbox One did this generation. They completely flubbed it from the beginning, and they yeah. could not recover. They ended up selling about the same amount of consoles, which blows my mind that they were able to pull that off. That that speaks to Uncharted, Resistance, yeah. God of War Three. Last of Us, like the Metal Gear Solid 4, all these exclusives that were able to just pull them out of the muck to somehow end up neck and neck with Xbox 360. But yeah, they, they should have got their butts kicked. Yeah. All right, next up. Sean. Oh my God. I can't wait for this. I'm so excited. This, I could not believe that this was happening. I don't know if you see the rundown. Huh. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Bubble Bobble Four Friends was announced. I'm crying. <laughs> it's coming out in 2020. Four-player Bubble Bobble. This was probably... Like, we didn't name it in our top 10 NES games. But I think this game, when I got We my, played this game so much at Babysitter Man, Mandy's house. And, but That's I feel like what we I also rented it. it five or six times at least. Like Probably. Like this game, when I got the NES Classic, I remembered. Like we, we did a Let's Play of it and it did actually quite well. <laughs> what I think of when I think of that is <laughs> me playing the game. Passwords. Well, <laughs> no, but when we were doing the Let's Play... And you can like see it in my face where all of a sudden I'm like, wait, why is this game called Bubble Bobble? Shouldn't it be called Balloon Bobble? And I go, <laughs> here's like, no. <laughs> they're known, they're blowing bubbles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> go back, search youtube.com slash player co op for it. Dude, I'm so excited. Like, that's going to be fun. Other than Last of Us, this is completely hyperbolic i understand that but when i think about well okay there's like last of us part two final fantasy 7 watchdogs and bubble bobble is freaking right there <laughs> like this is this is the game i don't even know if i finished my thought earlier but this is like the game where the nes classic just made me remember how this game i'm not saying it's perfect the original bubble bobble but oh my god like did we play this at Bowling Alley 2, or did we only play this on the NES? Do you remember? I don't remember much about the Bowling Alley, but I do kind of feel like we did. Yeah. Like, I cannot wait for this. And Maybe we can get the my, my two kids on here to play four-player with us. Like, this this game was made for you and I. Yes. Like, this I'm game was made <laughs> for you and me. <laughs> not gonna do it this game is your game this game is my game i got a okay (laughs) what i got a shotgun you don't got one from cal (laughs) next up uh modern warfare is getting a 2v2 multiplayer alpha on ps4 this weekend i'm gonna play that 
You'll have to let me know how it is. Come on. I just, I don't but care. But we get this 2v2! Okay, I do like that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If the two me, of yeah. the, us two idiots are like, huh, we're like Halpert <laughs> jumping in the corner. I mean, yeah, I guess that would be fun. I am very excited for this Modern Warfare. I'm hoping some Amazon gift cards are going to come my way from work, from referral programs and stuff. If they do, I'm getting this on launch day. If not, I'll get it at Christmas. But uh, I'm more excited for Modern Warfare than I've been since probably Black Ops 2, I think, was the last time I really cared about a Call of Duty game. You know what I mean? Like, I got Goose... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got ghosts. ghosts i got ghosts <laughs> when i got my ps4 for christmas launch year just because there was there was nothing else to play uh and it was fine uh infinite warfare i never finished it black ops 3 i traded in two days after i bought or no i sold it to somebody on craigslist two days after i bought it uh i didn't get advanced warfare i didn't get anything else so i i, I don't know but modern warfare it seems like they're trying to evolve Call of Duty. I'm excited for that. I'm not really excited for the multiplayer aspect, but I will give it a try. Stay tuned for our thoughts next weekend. God bless me. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm closing apps on my iPad, and then I came across this, and I don't care. It just cracks me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm not going to... It's just... It's a, it's a gif. Sean, it's a GIF. Sean will tweet it up. <laughs> uh, next up, this wrap-up is already taking way too long. Leaked reports are saying that the PS5 reveal event is coming in February. <laughs> it's coming in February. It makes sense. That's that sounds about right. The, the yeah. PS4 reveal. My thought all along has been this December they'll bring PSX back. They will at least... I don't think they'll show the box, but I think they will give more details on the PS5. They'll they'll give a release date for God. I hope it doesn't take that long. But for Last of Us Two, <laughs> Shushima. Although there's there's reports now saying that Ghosts Shushima, <laughs> Ghosts of Tsushima may actually end up just being a PS5 game. I think that's BS if they do that. I know I'm a Sony fanboy. So. I will call them out whenever they mess up. That's BS if they end up doing that because you've advertised this for a year and a half now as a PS4 yeah, I don't game. Think so. so don't do that. Final Fantasy VIII Remaster is coming out September 3rd. How many Final Fantasy games have you bought? Because I was listening to an old podcast. You bought Final Fantasy X three times. You bought Final Fantasy VII at least two or three times. I bought ten, I think just twice. You bought uh, twelve twice. No, you bought ten on PS2, three, and four. You may be Cause right. Because I, I listened to it on the podcast. It's, I can play right Okay, now. no, you're right. I remember that. Final now. Fantasy VII I on bought PS1. Seven. I think just, I never had it on PS... Oh, no, I do. But I download. I never even owned... I don't even think I ever played it on PS2 playing the PS1. Okay. I think I bought it because I downloaded an emulator <laughs> where you could play PS1 games on the computer if you had the disc. It just, like... You could download the games, which you could play it if you had the disc. Yeah. And that, I think that's where I first played it. Then I downloaded it. I mean, I bought it on PS3, and I bought it on PS4. I got 12 on 2 and I think 4. I don't think they ever did a remaster on 3. Uh, no. I got 13. I got 14. I got you. Whoa. Really? When I first got your PS3? PS4. Oh, it was PS4. Okay. Yeah, I didn't care for it. I bought 15 
I bought nine on, I think back on, I think that was PS3, but I never finished it. I think that's all of them. I was actually talking to... But you you did also buy three slash six on iOS. Oh, that's true. I did buy that. Um, Technically, the 10 that I bought on PS3, possibly three and four, had X2 with it. Yeah. But I mean, that's part of it. Um, I was actually talking to Adam last night about how Final Fantasy VIII's like the one that I've really missed out on. It's like really? the one that I just have not played. Okay. And I remember Jason had that, and I remember watching him play it and just being Is like... Is that the gun knife? The, the gun yes. sword thing? Okay. Gun blade. And I remember just being like, I don't know. It's not for me. And that was before I'd played... 10 was the first Final Fantasy game I really got into. And this was before that, to where I'm like watching him play and I'm like, I don't really get it. Like, you're fighting this guy and you're just stealing like infinite like thunder spells from him so you can use them later. I'm like, I don't know. I just don't get it. And that that whole system has turned me off on that game since then. I'm probably going to get it just because I okay. feel like at this point I kind of have to. It's like the one Final Fantasy game that so I haven't So you played. haven't beaten it? I've barely played it. Okay. All I know in the beginning, and it's probably all within the first like hour or two of the game, like it's probably such a small percentage. All I remember is you're at like school more or less, at like some academy, and there's this part where you go out into like the jungle, but it's like biodome, and there's like you're fighting like dinosaurs and stuff. It's really weird. Um, and honestly, this is all probably within like the first hour or two of the yeah. game. Like it's a very small percentage. But I think I would, I think I've grown and matured over the, I think I would enjoy this game. Now I'm probably, it's almost a definite that I'm going to get this game. Cool. Well, wait, when's it coming out? September 3rd. So you get oh, God, two weeks. Terrible timing. But it's two, like two and a half weeks. Yeah, but that's Zelda. not enough. That's not enough time. <laughs> I'll probably get this game at some point. Yeah. I mean, wait, it, it'll go down to 10 bucks pretty soon. I would yeah. Say. Yeah. Uh, Spelunky two has been delayed into 2020 because quote, the density and detail of the game is demanding more time. End quote. Spelunky is one of those games. I feel like I play, I feel like it was a PS plus game at some point and I've got it on my PS four, but I just never got the whole like, procedurally generated roguelike thing it just never it never clicked for me but like Same. some people like can play spelunky forever but i don't know yeah thoughts and prayers that it got delayed uh need for speed need for speed heat was revealed it's out november 8th <sighs> i still miss the original do you know that this is the did you know like this is 13 <laughs> 24th oh my god there has been 24 I heard that on one of the I don't even know it is probably sacred symbols I feel I like know. it's like one two three maybe like a four and a five hot pursuit, hot pursuit I, and then I after that actually, I lose so track Jess's parents you know when I would have I would have sworn need for speed heat already existed honestly but I got hot pursuit from Jess's parents for a Christmas gift one year and I literally I don't think I ever took it out of the plastic really because like it's not like need for speed like again nostalgia is <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> nostalgia is a hell of a drug like I miss need for speed where it was just like just drive 
you just go. Avoid the cops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like It wasn't like Fast and Furious. I was driving the Lamborghini. Randy was driving the Viper. You were driving... Ferrari. The Ferrari. Actually, I might have been... The NSX. I love the NSX. That, yeah, that's what it was. And I switched back and, back and forth between the Lamborghini and the Corvette. But then they had like the there Mazda, the RX-7, yep. the Porsche. There was a Supra. A Supra. I think there's eight cars. We may the, have already I named them I feel like all. that game is why we got the why we have 17,000 Fast and Furious movies at this point. It's oh, because probably. of Need for Speed. Yeah. Uh, new DualShock 4 colors are coming out this fall. You can get rose gold, titanium blue. Looks fantastic. Electric purple also looks freaking amazing. And camo red. Also, they're putting out a rose gold headset. Yes. Yakuza Remastered that just got announced today before we recorded. Yakuza 3 Remastered is out today. Yakuza 4 Remastered is coming out October 29th. Happy birthday almost, Sean. And Yakuza 5 Remastered is coming out February 2020. And then like a week after that, they're doing a physical release with all three remastered games in one thing. I feel like this is... Uh, I want somebody to just give me this game. This is like something I'm, I feel like I'd probably enjoy, but I just don't care enough to ever buy it. Exactly. I'm not going to pay for this game, but like, if it really is Grand Wasn't Theft one Dawn, of them PS Plus in the last six months or that so? That sounds right. That sounds right. So I may even have one. I can tell you which Kiwami one was, maybe. But. but like, Yakuza is supposed to be Grand Theft Auto in Japan meets Metal Gear. And I'm like, those are three things that I love. So... Somebody give it to me. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. But th- a lot of people are super happy about this. And yeah. Last item on the wrap up. Streets of Rage 4 had a new character reveal the other day. Her name is Cherry Hunter. She is the daughter of Adam. The fact that they are tying everything in in this game. Like, they're making this game for you and I. You realize that, right? Yeah. Wait. Me. You and me. They're making this game for This Is Us. Like, oh. This is me. They also did say that more character reveals will be coming in the near future. I feel like I feel like this game is still going to come out this year, but we're running out of time. I don't know why this game is taking. Is there like two people working on this game? Probably. Like, this seems like a game that should have come out Yuzo like Koshiro a year And then Yuzo Koshiro is doing the music, so, yeah. We better get Rue. So she... Or whatever. Is that, was that his name? <laughs> That's really I think the his poo. first name was Kanga. Last name, Rue. Wait, but no, isn't, I really no, isn't that, that Winnie the Pooh? What the hell are you talking about? Winnie the Pooh, Kanga the Rue. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, weren't there? Isn't there a Rue in Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> There's Kanga. Oh, okay. And isn't his his or her stop, mom stop, or stop. dad named Kanga? Kanga and Rue. In Winnie the Pooh. How do you do? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> right? Or am I crazy? No, I think you're right, unfortunately. But but wasn't the kangaroo in Streets of Rage named Rue too? <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> wasn't it though? What is this podcast? Was his name Rue? Look it up. I don't feel like it. <laughs> okay, then I will. <laughs> you talk about what you think kangaroo is. I don't know. I'm looking forward to this game. It's it's straight up fan service. I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, I don't need skate. 
I don't need Zang, so, but, Zangan but again, or whatever they, they his did. name is, but give me Rue or whatever his or her name is. Oh, <laughs> his name is Max. Thank you very much. Oh, no, the cyborg guy. Zangan or whatever. Zangetsu. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I, I, I wrote Streets of Rage for Rue? <laughs> no. Streets of Rage. Um, was that three or two with Rue? No, he was three. How do you do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired at this point. <laughs> um, his name is Rue. Okay, well, Rue needs to be in. This he is too. known as Victy in the Streets of Rage in the bare knuckle Japanese version. Ah, he ap- appeared in Streets of Rage three with a cruel clown trainer. Yeah, Bruce. you have to kill the clown without killing Rue. To Ar-nuckle. so, is this supposed to be? Like twenty five ish years a, after the events of Streets of Rage three, the, like the way they made my boy Axel look, it looks like because like, oh, <laughs> like I wonder. Oh well, no, Skate and Adam were already related, right? I think Skate was, was going to say maybe they'll nephew. say and Skate is married. They'll like tie them all together, no, but Skate then Skate and Cherry nephew. are probably Cherry related. Hunter, They're probably cousins, right? So do you remember the enemy in uh, Bloodstained with the guitar that's like she's a guitar, electric guitar. And stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Cherry Hunter's special attack is she has a guitar like on her back, and she okay. goes. But I mean, unless you just keep saying, well, here's Axel's daughter and here's what's her name's. This is going to be the last Streets of Rage game we ever get. Right. I feel like they need to bring back more. They're not just going to keep saying like, well, here's a lot of time has passed. Here's so-and-so's kid. Here's so-and-so. By the way. They need to bring. Well, Rue probably would not be alive still. Zangetsu or whatever his name is probably would be because he's a cyborg. Shiva. Oh, okay. Zan. Zangan. No, I think it's just Zan. It may just be Zan. It's three letters. Max went to Zan. <laughs> We're going to get Either Max's way. son. That's going to be great. That's it for the wrap-up. Sean. Yeesh. Did you know it's time for the did you know section yep. of the podcast? I did. This went about as long as I thought this was going to go. Sean. Do you want... Let's see here. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Wario. What are you airdropping? <laughs> the okay, the thing. Okay. Oh, no, little We didn't know. Okay. That's how the sausage gets made. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> Wario. Yoshi. <laughs> I was watching The Office the other day. Yesterday. No. Sunday probably and it was the episode it's right after the one where Pam and Jim get married and the episode after that has the guy I can't remember his name but it was in Dumb and and Dumber but in the office they think he's like the mafia guy oh uh, Sean Penn's brother really yeah yeah I can't remember what his first name is but he's Sean Penn's brother oh I don't know R.I.P. but anyways Was Sean or his brother? No, his bro- the guy in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, the pills. I think you're just thinking how he died in Dumb and Dumber, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, he shows up to the office and 
Michael. Michael get some insurance. Michael says, "All right, well, you're here. Whatever. You'll see how the sausage gets made. All right, come into my office. I'll show you a finished sausage." <laughs> By the way, do I have? I might not have. It's been a long night. <clears throat> I might not have America's ass, but I think I have America's hair. I don't. <laughs> you don't. All right. Do you want? <laughs> don't fart. You're, just, you're leaning. No, no, I know, but it's my. I'm just sweaty. Metal Gear. Nope. <laughs> Metal Gear. Mario. Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Mario. <laughs> Wario. Yoshi. Metroid. Super Game Boy in television. Wow, you've stocked up. <laughs> or Kitty Got Wet. Mm, let's do Metroid. Sean, do you know where the name Metroid came from? A uh, combination of metal and Android. I, I hate no you. Idea. Wait, you were, you were wrong, but you were close. In an interview, Metroid character designer <clears throat> Hiroji Kayotake said that the name Metroid came from combining the words Android, Android. <laughs> Android. I was thinking Metroid. Android <laughs> and Metroid Subway. Quote, there was one staff member and the two of us decided... <laughs> Wait. There was one more staff member and the two of us decided on it. We attached Android to the Metro Subway and that's how we got Metroid. That, that did you know, sucks. All right, pick another one. What are the options? <clears throat> Super Game Boy and television, Kitty Got Wet, Yoshi. Yoshi. War- <clears throat> Sean, did you know what Yoshi's real name is? Yoshitatsu... Ye- Wait. <laughs> really? No. Yokozuna. <laughs> You're nowhere near. No. Sean. Yes. According to a 1993... Okay, time out. His... If this guy is Sean Penn's brother, he no, he is Michael Penn. His name is Mike Starr. His brother is Bo Starr, who is nobody. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he played mental. Go show me his picture. I he don't doesn't. He, he doesn't even have a picture. No, he is. No, he really. Th- then you're looking up the wrong guy. You're thinking of the wrong guy. No, I. I promise you i'm not gonna swear on my life or anybody's life but like yeah don't do that because you're wrong no he's a pen this is <laughs> that's not a knife this guy <laughs> that guy that's that's that no no Mike Starr, that's the guy I'm talking. He's what you? Why is Pinterest? Who the hell is? Why is that Grime Grimecraft is open? <laughs> that guy, Mike Starr, and he was. His they name's thought, not fucking Mike Starr. It is. I was just on his Wikipedia page, and I just searched his name, and there he is. Stop it. Who's this guy? Michael Mike <laughs> Eugene Starr. Well, I don't know what you're thinking of, but let's wait. Look, is, is he dead? Sean Penn brother. Clearly he is he's not, not dead. He's super old. No, Sean Penn brother IMDb. Are you thinking of? Are you? Are you not thinking of? Hit the search. Joaquin Phoenix. What in the frick are you talking about? No, I know Rivers uh, okay. dead. By the way, oh my God, Gladiator was on the other day. And I was like, this I'll, is I'll, still. I will like never top not five. watch that. Yeah. Movie. 
It's, His brothers are. He does have a brother named Michael Penn. <laughs> no. Now Chris Penn, that kind of looks like him. He's fat. He's <laughs> thirty years younger. Oh no, I know who that guy is. Go back. Oh, he he is dead. <laughs> okay, then <laughs> maybe this is the guy. This is the guy you're thinking of. No, no. Oh, this guy. He was in um, whatever this movie is, Pulp Fiction. This must be because he kind of looks like that guy. This no, is the guy I you're swear thinking. Swear to God, of. the guy. Look up Dumb and Dumber IMDb. Don't look up Mike Starr. Look up Dumb and Dumber. That's how IMDb. I got to his. What What did you know? Was I doing okay. Metroid? No. Yoshi. Did you know what Yoshi's real name is? Yoshi Tatsu. According to a 1993 Nintendo Deve- Nintendo character guide, Yoshi's full name is T. Yoshi Soar Munchakupas. <laughs> <laughs> so he likes to eat Koopas. I just had to throw that in there. Holy crap. This There's nobody named Penn in this movie. Do you see Star? I see Mike Star. Son of a... Joe Mentalino. Mental. He's mentally no. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking of. I think you're thinking of that other pen who is dead that that and kind of looks no, like this no, no, guy. No, 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 no. I could have sworn that he was... Click Mike Star. See his real name. I don't. I think he's a pen. Thank you guys for hanging in here. Mike Star was born as Michael Edward Star. His brother act. to Sean Penn. Nailed it. <laughs> I could have sworn. No, there's nothing about okay, that. Okay, just Google. Okay, let's. Well, we're going to end it on this. Sean Penn Wikipedia page. That's all I want. That's where I started, and I couldn't find anything about him having you a You mean brother. you started? Sean Penn Wikipedia. There he Remind is. Remind me tomorrow. I know who Sean Penn is. You want to just search brother? No, 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 no. Go, just scroll down. Because it'll say family and stuff. No, no, no. Like a, a well, here's personal life. Okay. Penn was engaged to so-and-so. He met Madonna. Robin Wright. Yep. Blah, 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 He blah. met Madonna? <laughs> uh, literally nothing about Damn a brother. It. Okay. I think you're thinking of that other guy. No, because I've never seen that other guy before. Yeah. I don't know. What was his name? Chris Penn? Mike Starr? No, the other guy. The guy that's no actually idea. his brother. Are, are y'all still watching or listening? Let's start the wrap up. I'm going to look up Chris Penn. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode, checks notes, 147 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Seriously, we knew this was going to be a long episode, um, and we appreciate you for being here. Uh, obviously, you can find us at nerd901.com. Go over there for everything nerdy in Memphis and around the multiverse. Also, make sure you check out our brother from our other mother, Ernie the Blur Without Fears Carruthers. <laughs> Ernie the Blur Without Fear Carruthers. YouTube.com slash Blur Without Fear. Right at 35,000 subs, I think. Something like that. He's, he's right at it. If you didn't hear at the beginning or last week and the other video, we have a Patreon page now. Patreon.com slash two player co op. Literally, if you give us anything, you're going to make me cry. So thank you so much. Twitch, you can follow us at twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. I forgot to say that at the beginning. If somehow you're listening to us on audio services or other video services around the multiverse, you can go to youtube.com slash two-player co-op. Like, subscribe. It means a lot to us. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. If you do like audio, and I know Sean does. Love audio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the the multiverse. multiverse. Uh, Facebook doesn't count. 
Um, thank you guys so much for being here. We knew this was going to be a long episode. The funny thing is when I started doing the rundown for this last week, I was like, and now we've been here for <laughs> right at two hours. So Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. Flip cup. Nailed it. Didn't. Bye guys. <laughs>